0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Paper Outpost, the Joy of Junk Journals podcast. Hey, how's everybody doing this morning, or this afternoon, or this evening, however I caught you? Settling in here, thinking about the papers, and thinking about the passion for the papers. This is a a question that I asked my um, subbies on YouTube for the 50,000 subscriber giveaway contest. So first of all, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for all of you who have come together to make this community grow and uh, purely for the love of paper and sharing the joy of uh, rustling in the piles and crinkling and, and, you know, just feeling all the different textures of paper and uh, gathering together, talking paper, asking questions about paper. How can we glue it together better? How can we trim it better? How can we have more fun with it? What different ways can we play with it? Are we ever out of ideas? Gosh, I hope not. Um, you know, it's kind of a funny thing, you know. Here you have your little eight and a half by 10 piece of copy paper. And um, I think that might be the most common paper that people have. Um, <clears throat> um, I think it's a good reference point. I know it comes in different thicknesses and stuff, but let's say there's a standard out there. I think it's 20 pounds. Don't quote me on the numbers. I'm not a numbers girl. But uh, regular old, multi-purpose copy paper. You can make so much with it. Um, Not only can you make your... signatures with it and decorate them any way you like. You can even make covers out of it if you glue a bunch together, maybe sew around the outside. You could uh, zigzag stitch to hold all the little edges together or you could even uh, slow stitch which would look so cool. Oh, I, I, I gotta run home and try that now. I'm actually in the car and I'm coming home from my little walk in the morning and I am just gonna whiz into the grocery store And pick up a few things okay here's my my mental list I do this little mental memory thing called memory pegs instead of writing the list so let's see number one is eggs number two is coffee number three is Cheerios number four is melons I need to buy melons number five is chicken yeah that's my list today so um, yeah just uh, uh, trying to uh, you know crank the brain Um, have it keep working have it uh, challenge itself and learn new tasks and even something as simple as paper play uh, can be good for your brain Uh, something called neuroplasticity uh, little neurons beside each other learn common tasks so if any one of those little neurons or those nerves gets damaged the uh, neighbors can take over the function so we are all in it together folks (laughs) I guess that's what that means oh there's a garage sale oh gosh a garage sale I could go rummage around there but no 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 I have to admit I went out to the thrift store the other day twice okay I went twice last week and um, I think I went with a little bit of you know desperado panic in mind because apparently I had to buy everything that wasn't nailed down because I thought oh my god you know what if I don't get out here for another hundred years because of COVID so I better buy it now was my mentality so you know what happened and all I can say is good thing I brought the truck you know what I mean good thing I brought the truck so uh, <laughs> I still have stuff and and this is what I do when I go and I buy stuff from the thrift store I leave it in my truck and I leave it there for a couple days to de-COVID it I figured you know everything anything's gonna pass out by the time uh, I I go back in there you know two three days later and and get it out should be okay and um, actually it makes it from the truck into the garage and then it and sits in the garage for a couple days too even before it comes in the house so uh, that's the plan yeah and um, really really what I should do Is go through my craft room and reorganize it first to see what I really need because I have a feeling about a few things that I didn't really need but um, you know I was there and it was there and uh, it happened and there was a great sale on a great sale you know the little tickets the yellow tickets were half off and apparently I had to buy all the yellow tickets Um, but they had some really cool stuff and and I think only things that uh, junk journal makers would really see as grand possibilities or paper, you know, craft people because, you know, a lot of this stuff looked like gold to me and, and I'm thinking, huh, how come this is still sitting here? Oh, I got like a giant, it was a big plastic bag of um, wallpaper, all different kinds and all really nice condition, flat, I don't know, it had to be four inches thick, um, must have been somebody who had gone through a book and maybe took taken the book off and it was the innards or something. Um, but uh, oh my god! Yeah, hello. You're coming with me. Uh, you know, we have uh, ideas for you. Um, you know, I'm just getting ideas, thinking about it right now. Ah, okay. Um, calm down. Calm down. Um, the paper will wait for you. That's the good thing about the paper. It waits for you. The glue waits for you. The glue doesn't wait as long because glue does have a life. But let's face it, scissors will wait for you. Paper will wait for you. Not much is going to happen unless a hundred years pass. And uh I plan on making a lot of stuff before 100 years pass. Um so um you know, it's a guy on my butt. You don't you can go around me. You don't have to drive right on my butt, buddy. Go ahead. I'm driving my safety speed and you cannot pressure me into going faster than I feel safe. Go away. <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> they're declaring my power <laughs> to go the speed I think is safe. All right. So, um, yeah, the passion for paper. Let's see, I guess I should ask answer that myself. That would be a, a logical thing to do, wouldn't it? Okay. Um okay, so mine started, I wanna say, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I was like playing with paper and construction paper and stuff like that and gluing things together. And we used to take the soft copy readers' digests and turn them into angels and things like that. If you folded all the pages and stuff. I remember doing that in school. That was fun. And uh but uh, then I sort of drifted away from art um, and kind of went down the, the science path and um, there wasn't a lot of reinforcement in my world for art and I'm kind of glad I've I rediscovered it later in life because um, it brings so much joy and 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 um, yeah, I don't know, it's just like a beautiful place to take your mind. Oh, now I got another guy on my butt. Wait, okay, I'm only going 30, but you know, there, there's two lanes, there's two lanes. Um, it's uh yeah i would say probably 2015 ish is when i decided i was going to try and teach myself how to draw with a pencil because i am the worst stick figure drawer known to mankind and i thought hmm you can learn anything on youtube so i sat myself down and i started uh, watching these videos on learning how to draw with a pencil just keep it very simple and um um, so the first thing I drew was a castle and I thought, okay, straight lines and stuff like that I could probably, probably do. And, uh, um, you know, I actually had fun with it and I think it was surprising to me because I didn't, I didn't think I would enjoy drawing or, or I thought it would really sweat through it and it would be painful and awkward and awful, but I decided not to put any pressure on myself and just give myself peace of mind, relaxation and what. What comes, comes. Just just let it be. You don't have to be done by two, uh, Tuesday at 2 p.m. There's, there's no have to. This is just uh, a want to. And uh, so I learned a little bit about different pencils and lighting and paper. And I think that was my foray into it. Um, then I started really appreciating the paper that I was drawing on all of a sudden I wanted to try different papers and I realized they all had different textures and they all felt different in your hand and some felt wonderful and some were scratchy and some were thin and some were thick and some were heavy and and some were soft and velvety and and they all picked up the graphite the pencil differently and uh, the way you could work with it was different depending on the paper and uh that naturally transitioned to, um, hmm, well, how about adding some color eventually? Because I thought I was just going to do pencil and that would be my life story. Uh, but then, you know, watching more videos, like, hey, colored pencils, hey, watercolor. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try it, maybe I'll try it. So I started playing with different things and uh, it just, you know, just takes you down different rabbit holes which are all fun and then you know you get to go uh on the hunt for looking for all these different things and you try all the cheap stuff first and you realize you can make amazing things with the cheap stuff and then every once in a while you'll buy yourself something expensive and then you realize you probably should have just stuck with the cheap stuff (laughs) um or i felt like maybe i wasn't talented enough to warrant using the expensive stuff but um um so i tried a little bit of everything now i'm stuck behind a bus uh and uh it was fun because I got to experiment with different mediums, media, I guess. And uh, then, I, you know, it started to mushroom into the world of mixed media. Now, I really thought that was for, you know, other people. I mean, that's right up there with quilting, in my mind. Like people who, who bring together different things, different objects, different colors, different media. And voila! They do something amazing out of a, like a pile of junk and I had no idea how, how anybody did that how do you see how to do that what on earth is gel medium you know what what is that weird stuff that they use I had no idea so I just slowly started tiptoeing in that world and I'm still an infant in that world but uh, I, I always think it's fun like uh, I remember I came across these things called microbeads um Heather from Thicket Works was showing how to work with these little microbeads, and I was so fascinated by it, of course, I had to run out and buy all these microbeads, and it's so cool, like the different looks and the different things you can get, and the uh, do with them, and um, I also learned from her a lot about um, aging techniques, um, so if you haven't checked her out, check out Heather at Thicketworks. Um, and uh, she has uh, some she's a very talented artist and uh, she's got that stuff down I mean down like like it's in her blood she knows what she's doing she like wakes up and breathes mixed media art and uh, um, so that is really a lot of fun to explore different things you don't normally play with because it expands your horizons and let's face it what is a junk journal it's a book of mixed media it could be you know, of course we have no rules, right? But uh, you can incorporate any kind of art into your junk journal. You can just be paper, be pure, a purist, a paper purist. And I only use paper. Paper is the only thing that graces my table. And that is perfectly fine. Maybe you're totally excited about paper. Maybe you'd like to introduce some fabric into your world. You know, let's face it, cotton cotton can be made into fabric or it can be made into paper so technically it's the same base the same source they're fibers fibers are fibers so um it to me it seemed natural to pull in some fabric and then you know there's a whole thing about sewing you know are you going to learn how to sew if you didn't already know how to sew so yeah there's that whole adventure and uh then, you know, um, comes the mixed media and then all of a sudden you're decorating the outside of the journals. Maybe you're using broken jewelry and you're gluing things on and spray paint, painting the whole thing white or black and then highlighting it. Or maybe you're painting, uh, sheets of cotton cloth and wrapping or dyeing them or eco printing them. And oh, there's so many fun rabbit holes to go down. There's, there's never enough. Never you're never going to run out of ideas when it comes to junk journals because it just incorporates every kind of art. I mean, except for maybe song, but you know, you could get music sheets with song words on them. Hey, hey, been there, done that. Um, yeah, probably the only thing I haven't done is just open the book and the the book sings at you. Well, I guess they could, you could get one of those little greeting cards that does that. So see, everything works. There you go. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, So I think that's where my passion for paper came in. And uh, oh, and going on the hunt and, and first of all, hitting the art stores and really realizing how god awful expensive nice paper is. Um, You're almost afraid to use it. It's like, oh, wait, I I have that really pretty paper. or I have that like nice watercolor paper, paper, but gosh, you know, I don't want to use it because, you know, my skills aren't up there and I'll just ruin it. And so I better wait. I better wait and not use it yet because uh, I need to get better before I use it. And then all of a sudden you think to yourself, what am I saving this for? Why don't I just use it? I bought it to use. How am I? Maybe it's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and I need to know that. So I got to, I got to give myself the chance. And get in there and try these different things. So that's how I discovered that the hunt is a lot of fun when you start going off the main beaten path and you start going to garage sales and flea markets and thrift stores and the Goodwill and the St. Vincent de Paul and the local hospital uh, thrift store and you bug all your family and friends for any old paper remnants that they might have and they all have them And you're doing them a great service You just knock on their door and you just give them a whistle and just say hey It's about time you you, you just let go of that stuff because you know You're not going to use it, right? And uh, you, you take it and you create wonderful things from it. And uh uh, all of a sudden, you think you had no supplies, and then you are bursting at the seams with supplies. And it doesn't take long; it does not take long at all before all of a sudden your little craft space is quite congested. Uh, so then you think, "Huh. Well, I better make something. Maybe this is my impetus, my reason to move forward and create something from nothing, because that's what we are. We are alchemists, um, and uh, um, you know." When you make your journal and you pour your heart and your soul into it and you have so much fun, and especially that first journal, oh, you just, with all its glorious mistakes, you just clutch it close to your heart and you love it more than anything, even though it's looking funky, falling apart, all the signatures are cockeyed and sticking out and up and down, and and but you know what? You remember the journey. You remember the journey with that journal, and I encourage you to, if you haven't given that one away, hang on to it and don't get mad at it. Just cuddle it because it is part of your history and um, you will look at it with different eyes later down the road when you look back. And there's something about seeing the struggle in the paper. Um, I think that's part of the um, attraction and the ambiance of the handmade item. You can see the struggle in the work. Whether you see perfection, let's say it's a quilt and there's like, you know, Sally super sewer who made this quilt in every single corner and it's so sharp and, and painstakingly done and it's beautiful so in that's there's inherent struggle in that because you know the efforts that that person went through to put that together but then then there's the other craft the other artwork where you see like little errors and little mistakes and little goofs but it makes it so darn precious because you can see the struggle this person was trying trying to draw a straight line and as much as they tried it just came out wonky but they carried on they carried on with the show and they created the project and um, uh, they saw it through to the end and I think there's something human about that yeah there's something human about that and uh, I was actually looking at—I uh, was looking at some of my blue journals the other day, and um, I, I really like the cover of uh, my blue—one of my blue journals. But I opened it up, and uh, it's um, really not well put together. <laughs> Let's just say it's really goofy inside. All the sewing is cockeyed, and, and the signatures are all goofy pants. And uh, but there's just something about it that's just so endearing because I remember. Um trying so hard to make it good and I didn't quite get it about how I could pull it all together. I was still learning I was, you know every little every journal is one more step in the learning adventure of how to make a journal and you learn something from every journal and I look back and I see oh yeah now I figured out what I did what I could do better. Um, I, you know, about aligning my signatures, about how many signatures to put in a book, about how much stuff I could put in a book, um, and, or wanted to put in a book. Let's say that's a, that's a freedom of choice thing. You can do, you can put in as much or as little as you like. There are no rules. So, um, yeah maybe hang on to those ones those those goofy ones and um just cuddle them because uh, they are your journey they're your journey through passion for paper and um i would say that's my best answer yeah it's just been um yeah probably a good five years of really hardcore paper play and uh learning something new every day i get so many ideas from you guys i mean watching you, reading your comments, learning how you do things a little differently, looking at the stuff you make, checking out the Facebook group, seeing um, your tips and tricks on things and, and how you take ideas and run with them and they're just different. You know what I mean? It's like I could look at the same piece of paper and 10 of you could look at the same piece of paper and we all come up with 10 different ideas or 10 different things that you could do with that piece of paper and it just, it blows my mind because um here we are all with our little noggins looking at the paper and we come up with different things. But the nice thing about this community is that we like to share those ideas. There's no hoarding or hiding of ideas. There's, hey, hey, look what I do. Look what I, I made. Look what I, I, I like to, you know, glue it this way or fold it that way or, or, you know, there's like 101 million things you can do with it. And, um, so the, the hunt the discovery of new ideas or new things and they hit you like bats out of heck you know (laughs) just like walking along innocently in the oranges section in the grocery store and whammo idea okay somebody write that down and that's where these um little memory pegs that i use come in handy because sometimes i i don't have paper and pen ready and especially when I'm going in the grocery stores I'm one of those like hazmat suit people that wears the gloves the goggles the the um I'm like you know dressed up to like I'm going to Mars and uh so I can't write down something I can't really work my phone very well to make a quick note but I can use my little memory pegs so um Uh, yeah, so that's what I do. So I try and capture ideas as I think of them and they come up at the most, you know, inopportune times, either like right when you're falling asleep or right when you're in the middle of the oranges, um, something like that. So, um... I hope you enjoy your journey through passion, your passion for paper, and um, <clears throat> I would love, love, love to hear what your passion story is, how you got started with it and you got into it and stuff like that. So, you know, please put a comment below on the video. I think it's, um, it's today's video, which which actually by the time this come out, this will be next week. So it'd probably be last Saturday's video. And uh, it's a three-parter, by the way. And um, the <clears throat> the prize for uh, the 50,000 subscriber giveaway is also, I also show you how to make it. Um, so uh, that's actually my dream in life, that you guys make your books and you release them into the world. Whether you release them or not, one day they will be released into the world. So whether you hang on to them, it's perfectly fine. And then one day they will go off into the universe somewhere and somebody else will explore and wonder what what you were all about what you were thinking what 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 was your um you know uh your ideas about paper and things like that so i hope you're having fun out there make sure that you uh, uh, create with reckless abandon and if you're looking for any tips or tricks um uh, i've got my youtube channel the paper outpost there's also um, My Etsy shop which has uh, vintage digital kits in it and I do some surprise journal sales and also different uh, kits and stationery sets and writing journals and you just never know what's gonna be there but um, take a peek every once in a while you just might find something for sale and what else? Oh, uh, my newsletter. If you haven't joined the newsletter, it's a free monthly emailed newsletter and you get a free digital image along with junk journal tips, a note from the bookmaker and a checklist of supplies for junk journalers. And, uh, let's go get the the Etsy. Uh, yeah, news. Oh, the Facebook group. Come and join the Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun over there trading ideas and, and stuff like that. And um, uh, just it's all about junk journal creation. So if you have a passion for that, come on over. Uh, we'd love to have you join us and uh, talk shop and um, ask questions or just lurk and have fun. And uh, so I hope you guys, oh, and my Amazon shop, if you're looking for any tools or supplies that I use, my favorites I put in my Amazon store. I try and put everything that I use in my shop. If I forget, I apologize or just remind me and I'll pop it in there. Um, But to get the best deals for you, you can get a lot of the stuff around town locally at your Hobby Lobby or your Michaels or your Walmart your Dollar Tree, but if you can't find it, remember good old online shopping never hurt anybody, um, except your wallet. Um, okay folks. So you have an awesome day and I will be talking to you soon. Take care. Happy crafting. Bye.